0: The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show.
1: And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders radio network with the one and only Kelly Smith from Care Partners Senior Living. And Care Partners, as most of our listeners know, has, what is it now, Kelly, about 18 communities
0: now? <laughs> Boy, I have to get my, I have to take my shoes off to do all the counting here. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> We just uh, we just uh, landed um, surprise uh, went live this week, so Arizona market's taken off. I'm pretty excited to be able to offer people to long-term care, um, financially and and physically. We think that's yeah. very important, so Absolutely. we're happy to be able to be in those markets to offer that.
1: Well, and what I love about Care Partners is you can move in, and uh, you know, and live. You know, out the rest of your days, and not worry about if you are going to run out of money. And I think that's the thing that's really amazing because, because the way your program works is that you do um, work with those that need financial help through Medicaid and things like that. So after they sell their house, if they you know outlive their money, it's okay; they don't have to move. And I think that's really, really part of the ethics and amazing principles that Care Partners does and encourages with um, their residents. So, thank you. Um, yes, it's just amazing. And we love working with you on that. So Kelly, it's Alzheimer's month. Yes. Um, you guys, again, have been at the forefront of the Alzheimer's walk. I've seen pictures of you all over the place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've, done a, we've done a lot. We support the walk every year. Um, you know, and I'm telling you any families that are, are dealing with, with any form of dementia, it doesn't have to just be Alzheimer's to reach out to the Alzheimer's Association. Correct. The reason they're doing these walks and the reason they're doing all these fundraisers is to be able to offer free support to families who are having a tough time. Mm-hmm. And so, please, families, if you're listening right now, look them up online, get a hold of your local chapter. They have got resources beyond anything you can imagine, and they're Thank so you. helpful and wonderful people. So, please.
1: And a 24 hour support line where you right? can call. Them. And that's the thing that's so. Amazing, because especially if you're taking care of a loved one at home, uh, maybe it's your spouse, maybe, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, wife wakes up in the middle of the night and looks at husband and says, I don't know who you were and what are you doing in my bed? You know, Um, I've heard stories like that that are just so tragic and so hard and especially hard on the spouse that's trying to take care of that loved one. And so obviously for us um, to be able to provide those resources and and care options, like care partners, care I think options. Is so mm-hmm. important for sure. So Kelly, if I, we talked about there's different forms of dementia and all right. okay. C- can you give us a little bit of a rundown
0: of the different types? Well, okay, for example, the ones we see the most, mm-hmm. um, if you actually contact the Alzheimer's Association or check out their website, one of the things that they'll tell you is there's over a hundred different types of dementia. Dementia is like saying cancer. Right. It, it's the it's the umbrella that all the other things come. What type of cancer? Well, what type of dementia? Mm-hmm. Alzheimer's is the one you see the most, and mm-hmm. you also see vascular dementia. Mm-hmm. That can be brought on by a number of different things, heart disease, Um Uh, COPD, there's a number of different things. And it's usually caused because of some kind of trauma or or lack of oxygen. There's usually something that's happened to the brain and that causes frontal lobe. And there's lots of different types. You also Mm -hmm. see Lewy body, Lewy body dementia, which unfortunately is very common with many Parkinson's residents. You don't have to have Parkinson's to get Lewy body. But that also forms a very different behavior, a very different outlook. It does. So, for example, you can have different forms of dementia and get them very young in life. But, for example, a 45-year-old person who gets Alzheimer's will probably be deceased by 50. And an 89 year old woman who gets Alzheimer's will probably, without the rest of her life, have any decline. So Alzheimer's affects people differently depending on the age that they get it. It does.
1: Isn't that ironic that they say early onset will um,
0: escalate so much more quickly? Yeah. It's 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 very depressing it's to so see sad. Um they call it the long goodbye for a reason. And that's because as this person, you know, they're slipping away. You know, what are you gonna do? So families, it's an emotional thing as well because it's not like you just got up and mom died. Mm-hmm. Mom is slowly dying and her memories of you. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I know too <clears throat> that like for example, my mom had vascular dementia that was brought on by COPD. She was a smoker for years, and um, even though she quit 20 years before she was diagnosed with COPD, the the, ban- the damage had already been done. Right. And um, so when when that escalated to vascular, you know, she would get details mixed up. She would not think things through. A lot of times, she didn't. Right. Know how- the comprehension, but here's the thing. that never changed Kelly. No matter how advanced her dementia got she, that dynamic dynamic between her and me, she still knew how to push, push my buttons. <laughs> she still was the mother, if anything more so, um, you know, because she saw herself right. As the, as the authority and as the parent. And I think a lot of times that we as family members, We think we're doing right by our loved one because we have them at home and we, you know, hold on to them. But we really are clueless when it comes to communication. We're clueless when it comes to any sort of, um, you know, how do we stimulate their brain so that uh, we don't have those skill sets. We don't. So. So how can, if somebody has someone at home, what are the first steps, I guess, that they should start taking? Is there, like, what should they expect in a home care situation, et
0: cetera? Well, first of all, you need to take a look at the situation. If if your loved one's still safe at home, Mm -hmm. they're not wandering, they're not a risk, you know, they're okay, they're still in that first stages, Mm -hmm. you know, can you bring in some home care to kind of help out with a few things, maybe some housekeeping, whatever it takes to keep them at home, as long as they're safe at home, that's never a bad idea. Right. When we get to the dementia part where, again, we have, you know, science experiments in the refrigerator and medication not being taken on time, then it's time to think about, okay, is it re- realistic for, for, for us to keep mom and dad at home? What's it doing mm-hmm. to my health? What's it doing to our situation?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: is it working? Is mom happy? And if the truth is it's not working, she's not happy, then you have to start looking at some outside options mm-hmm. and there's adult family homes, there's assisted living, memory care type communities. There's, um, you know, there's options out there, but you have to figure out what's going to be best for them with their personality and right. their abilities. Right. Okay. Right. And their social skills still at the time that, that placement is, has become necessary. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and I think there's a misnomer that everyone thinks of, if I seek out a care option, that means that they have to go directly into memory care. And that is not the case. I mean, there's a lot of different ways in which care can be even given in the home to start. And I know you work with some amazing home care agencies in just in that bridge process.
0: Oh, well, yeah. Anytime anybody needs a referral, our communities have got preferred providers for a reason. That's because they've given us outstanding Mm -hmm, service. mm -hmm. Families have been happy. Residents have been happy. So, of course, we're going to continue to refer those good folks. Mm -hmm. So, if if a family comes to us and we're sitting there talking to them, the one thing I'll tell you is a really good person in this position is not going to help you place your loved one if they're not ready. Right. And a nursing assessment, one of the reasons that's so important is not just to kind of see what kind of care needs and write out care plans. Of course, that's part of it. It's a very important part. But they also need to kind of get a feel for where are they socially? Yeah. Because they could have some physical decline due to uh, dementia, but maybe there's some other things that we don't want to take away from them yet. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Memory care, memory care it, it, it there are people living in assisted living right now that we call what are, are pleasantly confused. Mm-hmm. They're not ready for memory care yet. They don't mm-hmm. need to be behind locked doors yet. Right. So assisted right. living sometimes can ease people into that environment, help them navigate the, the environment, start to make mm-hmm. friends and get comfortable mm-hmm. with the caregivers.
1: And then right. when the time
0: comes when memory care is needed, most of those places also have that option available. Right,
1: and and what I love about care care partners and what you guys do such a good job is to educate families. Um, You know, you're the first ones. They don't even have to. You don't even have to be a resident for somebody to call and say I have some questions. And um, you guys are so helpful to to the community around you. And I think that just shows the mission and the ethics of your organization. Um, Thank you. You know, you know, and why you do this podcast all the time because there is a there's a very definite need out there for families that are struggling um and especially you know my heart goes goes out to those that are taking care of a loved one whether it's a spouse or a parent or you know aunt or uncle or grandparent or you know just family friend um that has a form of alzheimer's dementia it's a very It's, it's terrible you know, think
0: about how many parents right now are taking care of younger kids yeah. with traumatic brain injuries that have the same uh-huh. symptoms of dementia. I mean, it's exactly. a horrible exactly. situation that when you love somebody, you take care of them. It's what we do. Yeah. and But, but again, you, you, can, you want to make yeah. sure you're including them in that care so that what mm-hmm. you are doing for them is also honoring what their wishes are.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so the next segment, Kelly, we are going to go on and we're going to talk a lot about Alzheimer's, about dementia, about Just really, I think what we're going to talk a little bit about is care options out there. Um, And Kelly, um, in the meantime, how do people reach you?
0: Check us out at carepartnersliving.com.
1: And Care Partners is, again, has a lot of communities, and we're going to talk a lot about their own specialized dementia uh, memory care, um, which is their, um, the cottages, and you may have heard of that, let's talk about that, but we're going to talk a lot about the different types of care options that c- care partners is involved in, but also that they refer to, out to. And so in the meantime, everyone, Kelly and I will be right back right after this.